Hey, did you know that this and all episodes of The Big Three and actually every episode of every Some Good Shows show that comes out is supported by the lovely dozens of folks that are over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash somegoodshows. There's a link in the description if you want to go and check it out or contribute. We would really appreciate it. The Golden Skull tier gets shoutouts, so hear those shoutouts come. Shout out to Zach, Stephen Mayfield, Spence, Sammy V, Pilnock, Nene12715, Nancy Konek, aka Cam's mom, Matt, aka Stormageddon, aka my daddy, Kyle Hatfield, Hannah Kim, Ezra, Emily Lyon, Eddie Santiago, Doc Rubente, Dion Thomas, Colleen Humphreys, and Ben Krieger. And now it's showtime. Previously on The Big Three. Man, you really just want me to feel like shit, don't you? The top 10 have the choice to join the military, police, and the interior, but the rest have the choice to join the garrison or join the Survey Corps. Maybe you'll like being a little stinky pig man. We have the greatest access to information and like the ability to record and capture history that we've ever had, and yet we still have the memory of a goldfish. In fact, I almost think that it makes it like worse. <laughs> Even though Aaron is in the top 10, he decides to join the scouts, a choice that most of the graduates do not understand. But he gives a shonen protagonist speech about how he's gonna do the big anime thing and save the world and win back their freedom. He earned his protagonist spot today. Welcome to the big three, the Attack on Titan era, the podcast where we go through Attack on Titan and discuss themes, trivia, and more. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. I'm your host, Jessica Howard. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. Trading card connoisseur. Yeah. I mean, my Twitter profile does literally say that I am a professional Pokemon card toucher, which is which is true, which is actually true. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, Jess is a professional keyboard toucher and I'm a professional <laughs> cow cum toucher. Ladies, professional <laughs> cum slinger, Nathan Brandt. I work. I don't think I've ever said this on a podcast yet, but I work at a DNA lab and I am a uh like a storage admin and so i deal with a lot of cow cum you, you really do yeah all right all right we all we all handle cum all day for a living nate sure <laughs> yeah look i deal with a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh players man like uh <laughs> dude Yu-Gi-Oh plays is just coming on themselves dude <laughs> are you kidding me yeah but this is not a podcast about Yu-Gi-Oh. This is a podcast about a little girl that murders some people. <laughs> That's probably a Yu-Gi-Oh plotline somewhere. Yeah. Dude, season zero of Yu-Gi-Oh yeah, no is, kidding. is, Holy is shit. the one where he was like, the game is I have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. It's episode two, the episode that we tried to record five months ago, but then Connor was like, knock, knock, it's me. Yeah. Connor was the Titan. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, he, yeah, he fucking showed up and was like, I'm busting down the wall. We're not going to talk about what the wall was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> the, the wall was Andrew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
in a in a shocking twist. Oh yeah, they were like push, push, and it just Connor <laughs> just, just like went a... straight through Andrew like Goku, dude. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Titan smile. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, episode five, first battle. Okay, so Aaron's gonna try to take down the big red motherfucker. You guys remember this this anime attack on Titan? What? Um, <laughs> attack on whom? Attack on attack on titties is what it's called, right? A, yeah. But it seems like this this like the unique Titans are like a little bit sentient at least mm. because he took out the cannons specifically and is like looking at Aaron. <laughs> the unique Titans are not trying to eat anybody. Yeah. Also, they're like. A different StarCraft class, basically, of just like you got the most pylons and now you have this big red guy, basically. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're just like the dudes that are just like out here, like, yeah, man, we're like big, but we just we just harvest resources. We're chill. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm just farming. gonna run to this rock and run back to this building like 50 times in an hour. So I'll see you later. That is what the armored titan kind of did. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but still, in a way, who cares about the sentience of these motherfuckers? Because like the big red guy needs to die anyway since he's fucking up all the shit aaron goes in for a kill move but the titan expels steam on command and aaron is like i'm fuck dude <laughs> like dude you would think that they would have some sort of heat protection too because steam is hot yeah. i don't know if y'all know <laughs> this yeah this motherfucker looking like deadpool now like yeah. no for sure like his skin should absolutely be like he should he should look like a fucking french fry that that the one french fry that's in the bottom of your oven that you haven't gotten yeah. out yet but it's been there for like five meals worth of cooking the, the macaroni noodle that's in the burner yeah. the the pepperoni that you were too late to save, and now you just uh, set it on fire every time you cook a pizza. Yeah, I've been there. The girl burning this. <laughs> what we've actually learned is we were all sloppy bitches. Oh, of course. Oh, we've been new. Just <laughs> yeah, of respectfully, we have an anime podcast. We knew this. Oh, true. We did just talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! Come. <laughs> do not do this to me. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, so like, Aaron gets knocked back and he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to just go back in and oh, he's he's fucking he's fucking gone just as instantly as he showed up. Damn, almost like this sets a precedent for people constantly being proven wrong about Titan abilities the moment they think that they got the shit handled. <laughs> it's only episode five. So this seems to be just like a fucking rerun of last time where the wall fell, but the garrison has like a handle on it this time a little bit. Um, they got like trenches and traps and like spikes and stuff for the little mindless ass titans to just be like, oh, geez, and fall into. Yeah, they are just perpetually losing in Mortal Kombat and they just keep falling into the fucking spikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They got way better cannons this time, too. These ones even shoot. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> These ones even do anything at all. So we got two lovebirds, Franz and Hannah, um, that say things are going to be okay. Like they don't know what show they're in. <laughs> yeah, so surely nothing bad yeah. will happen to one or both of these characters. Right, of course. <laughs> you don't fall in love in an anime ever because you're going to die. Yeah. It's a death flag, dude. <laughs> no, like I saw that and I'm like, oh, one of these motherfuckers is 
toast. Like the only silver lining is sometimes you come back, but not if you're not a main character. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. If your if your name is what is his name Franz and Hannah? No. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's buying figures of Franz. Yeah. The Archduke ain't the only one that died. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Take me out. <laughs> um. Jesus Christ. That was such a niche joke. Like, I know. Thank you. <laughs> Armin is like panicking as fuck, which he does in this entire set of episodes. Just, just, just screaming his little Lego Fucking hair off. Feel for that kid, man. <laughs> I, I would, I would have been him, man. Are you kidding of me? Of course, he's not like a pussy for being like nah. very scared that his friend's arm got bit off. Right yeah. <laughs> but Armin is like trying to get his gear ready, and he's like trying to get it plugged in, and I'm like, I've. That was me before, like, every concert that we opened for, like, an actual band sure, for, yeah. like, me trying to, like, screw my drum stuff together, like, oh, 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 fuck. Yeah, definitely <laughs> the exact same scenario. Yeah, no, I mean, have you ever, have you ever opened for Electric Six, dude? No, <laughs> I can't say I have, so. Jesus Christ. Aaron is like, hey, buddy, it's gonna be okay, we're the protagonists, and, and Armin is like, oh, you're right. Um, we cut to the interior uh, of a castle with a lord. And uh, playing chess against uh, Nate Shippuden and um, commander <laughs> of the garrison, Dot Pixis. I'm glad that you said that. Oh, of course. Of course. I was going to. If I say it first, you can't hurt my feelings. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I could still try. But Pixis lost the chess game and he's like, oh, shucks, dude, I fucking lost. Word came in um, in an instant, though, like one of the soldiers being like, everything's bad again. <laughs> and so Pixis is like, um, all right. And so he stands up and grabs the the like vintage wine that the that the Lord was drinking, and he's like, it 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 looks like he has kind of a drinking problem from these episodes, but fine, whatever. This isn't like a Hannes slacking off thing. He's just kind of eccentric and weird. But I love how the 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 like subordinates scold the Lord about this shit. They're like, bro, do you think he would lose to you? Yeah. At chess? Yeah. He's our fucking guy. <laughs> it's like. I, I really like that. And oh shit, it's Chris Sabat in the absolute antithesis to All Might in the dub. This guy has the Mitch McConnell thousand yard stare for real. Yeah. It is, he must have had a blast in the booth. Yeah. Having a blast in the booth just being like a little cowardly yeah. <laughs> military guy. Like Sometimes you just want to be a motherfucker, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I've played good people for too long. I want to. I want to <laughs> sound like I'm shitting my pants at one thousand miles yeah, an hour. Why not? <laughs> Don't you just want to go ape shit? <laughs> <laughs> and he mentions that the armored titan may show up at any moment, since the colossal titan just fucking voiped out of existence again. Jean is complaining. He was like, "Oh fuck! I was so close to being a little pampered prissy boy and getting my frilly little frock on." <laughs> he was like, "I could have had the the easy life in the interior, and then this fucking natural disaster bullshit has to happen." God damn it! And everybody's freaking the fuck out. People are fucking vomiting. People are fucking crying. And I get it. <laughs> Again, it's scary. Yeah. I my favorite thing is while watching this with Andrew, he said, "I think they should just move." <laughs> <laughs> I would simply vote the Titans out. Um, <laughs> November, everybody vote. That's right. That's right. Vote no on Titans. Pokemon go to the polls. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> attack on Titan, more like an attack on our democracy. <laughs> attack on hanging chads. <laughs> I 
hate myself. <laughs> I hate all of us. What if halfway in Hamilton, some fucking Titans just attack? <laughs> <laughs> the history has its eye on. <laughs> <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda just gets fucking bit in half. Finally! <laughs> <laughs> fucking theater kid deserves to be swirlied for years. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Uh, so Aaron, like, l quite literally runs into Jean and gives him a speech about how this is what we train for. We're going to do so good and you're going to have your little piss boy baby life uh, in the interior. Uh, just you wait. And so Jean is like, OK, and this starts his long history of Jean doing the right thing, but needing a second to be a bitch about it. Same. I feel that. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I honestly. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> hey, can you pick me up from the airport? Uh, yes. Can you help me move? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah is there a doctor in the house <laughs> <laughs> um so mikasa gets separated from aaron's team uh in order to aid evacuation um which seems to be running behind for some reason but before we get to the actual conflict we get a little bit of a history lesson like a literal history lesson that they sat in class for um, and the history is that there's no history before 100 years ago. Nobody knows what the fuck happened. Um, but here's what they know about the Titans uh, as of right now. Dumb as hell. Same. Steamy. Same. Look male, but who fucking knows? Same. No dick and no balls. Same. Same. <laughs> the most... <laughs> no dick, no balls. <laughs> most concerning is that while they eat humans, they don't need to in order yeah, to survive that's like giga fucked <laughs> <laughs> dude it's like weirdly the most unsettling yeah. part of this i yeah. mean because... that's me with donuts but <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah do i need to eat a package of sprees at 8 a.m no have i eaten four churros today yeah <laughs> <laughs> Now, see, what we don't understand about Cam is that while they do eat many churros, they don't need to eat churros. <laughs> let that sink in. <laughs> yeah, let that sink in, cadets. Y'all can't hear this because it's audio, but I have the, the wide Armin Aaron eyes right now. Shaking. <laughs> um... So, yeah, they like it's been 100 years and like save for the scouts going out and getting fucking turned into nuggies like they haven't really eaten anything. So they must be solar powered because they go sleepy sleep at nighttime still. <laughs> Titans basically have Deadpool levels of regenerative powers, but there's a small section on the back of the neck where if you sever it, the Titan falls and evaporates into steam. Hence the pairing blades that are like box cutter like in case they get stuck while you know, severing a big spine of a thing, which is crazy. Yeah. Back in the now now, uh, Aaron thinks that this is going to be a great opportunity to prove themselves and rise to the ranks. But I'm old enough to know that being a good employee doesn't benefit anyone but the people you work for. Remember that, kids. C's get degrees. Overtime isn't worth it. Don't clock out to shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, is, the, is the moral of Attack on Titan to unionize? The moral of Attack on Titan is boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time, hell yeah, baby. Brother, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so a blonde dude named Thomas that I'm sure is going to live for forever uh, <laughs> says that they're going to make a competition out of it. And they head out and the music swells and the camera work and the animation whip ass and shit looks fucking hopeful. Them like zipping around does look sick as fuck. Yeah, dude. It looks it's like uh, it's it's got like 
the like frantic energy of yeah. a sp- of like a Spider-Man yeah, situation. I, I was literally thinking it like portrays motion. Like obviously, like you know, like the comics are literally just pictures, but like what? it it is <laughs> it, it portrays motion in the same kind of a vibe where you can like like obviously you know the background is moving and everything, but like you get mm-hmm. a real sense that these dudes are hauling ass on these things too. And I think that's yeah, really no. rad. Yeah, no, these guys are shitting their pants going like fucking 80 G's. Yeah, and like whenever, like later on, like whenever fucking like Mika said, like totally runs out of gas, like I'm like, oh, she's dead now. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. That was like 70 miles an hour. (laughs) It wasn't, but you know what I mean. But yeah, no, everything is like looking crazy and cool, but then uh, they keep forgetting what anime they're in. And uh, Thomas gets snatched uh, by a Titan out of midair. And Thomas is gone. He's he, the look on his face is haunting too. He's like, but, but I'm alive. I can't not be alive. Yeah. That's the only thing I know how to be. And then gulp. And Aaron is like, I'm gonna avenge him before he rushes after the Titan that killed him. When a fucking piranha plant motherfucker just jumps up and bites off his leg, yeah. and he crashes. And ho oh, oh, ho, holy shit! It's Santa Claus. <laughs> I wrote these notes five months ago, so I don't remember anything. Yeah, I, I can tell. <laughs> Had Christmas on the brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So everyone in the squad is gone except for Armin and Aaron while the latter is um, taking a little post leg removal nappy. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) So much. Armin is about to be milking cookies for Papa Noel. (laughs) Oh my God. Aaron hears this and remembers the time when Armin found his grandpa's book about the outside world, a forbidden book, by the way, like we were talking about. It's got all this info about this thing called the sea. It's like a lake, but like really big, I guess, and salty. Weird. Some dads have Playboy. (laughs) Others have that. Yeah, I read the forbidden articles for the articles. Yeah, <laughs> I read the banned books for the sea. The Just illustrations of the sea. Naked Titan pics. I, like to look at that. <laughs> I mean, every pic of a Titan is a naked Titan yeah. pic. So yeah, exactly. Armin says that his mom and dad are going to try to go to beyond, go to be, go beyond the wall plus ultra <laughs> soon. Say plus ultra. <laughs> <laughs> and judging by who ends up taking care of Armin, we can assume that that did not go super well. <laughs> Uh, but hey, maybe they're in a French cafe and Armin will see them at the end of the Dark Knight Rise. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Nate, Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus. Uh, I'm fucking funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron manages to grab Armin and throw him from Santa's mouth. And Aaron is like, I'm never going to die in a place like this, like a Titan's mouth. Um, he and Armin are going to see the world, right? Right. Nope, Aaron gets chomped. Bye-bye. Womp womp. Roll credits, show's over. Cam, how excited were you when you were like, oh, fuck, Aaron's dead. Oh, man, it was great. It was so good, <laughs> dude. Blissful five minutes. I fucking hate this kid. It was a great, yeah, it's a great three minutes, or three episodes after man, this. Even in this, like, episode in particular, I'm like, hey, Aaron, how about you shut the fuck up, bud? <laughs> I know you're gonna die, but, like, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care what happens to you at all, turns out. <laughs> Episode six, the world the girl saw. Connie Springer wakes up. Uh, Armin, who is imme- who is that? What uh, Amish kids go on? <laughs> I was like, huh? 
Like if we're doing Connie a stupid sh- episode, we're doing a stupid episode. Yeah, no, we, we're 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 coping right now. Con- yeah, so Connie wakes up Armin, who immediately calls himself an idiot. Looks like Armin is the is the only one left in his whole fucking platoon. There's an argument about what to do next that ends with a character with freckles telling the short queen uh, blonde girl like, "Oh, I should marry you," and this is all over. Attack on Titan doesn't cover relationship stuff, and that's actually kind of one of the reasons I. I like it is that it doesn't do any of that stuff. It doesn't do a lot of attraction and love and stuff. But I wanted to say right away that like being gay does not seem to be a problem here from all like from all angles. And it's also not uncommon for people to get homosex married or be non-binary. So like sick. I mean, they have other things going on <laughs> do whatever you want so do we in the real world well, yeah, yeah but like, so do we and it doesn't stop you know our government yeah i guess that's true but dicks, like so. i don't know ours aren't like physical giant monsters yeah not, i mean if, if it was they would probably do something do you, about it do uh, you think that if we had titans uh they might throw us a bone and and lay off the you know all the terrible shit they're doing i think they'd at least forget about it for like a day <laughs> That'd be kind of nice. I think we would get like two months of pride where we can go to Target and buy some rainbow shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably about it. <laughs> so Armin knows that this world hasn't become hell. It always was. Uh, he just didn't notice. How did he not notice? Yeah. <laughs> he said that and I was just like, dude, what? Your parents yeah. are dead. Yeah, no. It, and like to to justify it a little bit like he he really thought stuff was going to be better he really mm-hmm. thought he was going to be like on the make a difference crew um, you know i guess that's true. i did also have that realization when i hit like 17 sure yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. right where you're like my my dad said i can be whatever i want <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely what happened hey kids don't go to art school <laughs> anyway and then i said that's how it that's just how it is on this bitch of an earth my guy <laughs> great uh we cut to Thanks, the Nate. only es- we cut to the only escape route being blocked by a uh like a big merchant cart that is like comically stuffed with stuff a young girl notices a hank hill looking ass titan <laughs> sprinting at them he does look like hank hill doesn't he he just wants his propane yeah i know ex- yeah exactly he just comes around the corner like <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, behind Panic behind and- that wall is actually the Megalomart. Can you so. imagine if everything in Attack on Titan was the same, but all of the Titans were drawn by Mike Judd? <laughs> I <laughs> the smiling Titan I'm is not, just Beavis. I'm not saying that I'm not into this show yet. I don't know <laughs> if I am yet. I would be in by now if that were the case. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um jesus christ uh but he's fucking sprinting full tilt about to give them some propane like like jess was saying um panic ensues but mika says she takes the abnormal out and abnormals are are just that they're abnormal they tend to act way weirder and unpredictably there is a reason for this um and that's more than just like deus ex machina but we'll get that into that way later i promise um the merchant tells Mikasa to help, but she can't accept the fact that this holdup is causing her friends to die. Um, she girl bosses the fuck up and threatens to kill him if he doesn't move his fucking ass. And um, that resolves the situation. Hell yeah. She really has the energy of a feral kitten 
Yeah. Who like Aaron found her. And so he is the only one she likes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's that's because you, <laughs> you nailed it. I cert because I certainly don't fucking see it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mikasa fucking owns dude she's incredible like I said I think I said last episode she's like the typical amazing septum piercing bisexual into astrology who's just with the worst white man you know yes yes (laughs) oh my god yes I forgot you said that but yes yeah it's like girl you could do so much better anyone it was john john's ready to go he wants to be rich (laughs) the little girl and her mother thank mikasa um and the girl looks to be like a little bit inspired by her which is like honestly it she either looks inspired or it's like oops you've made me gay (laughs) like like, honestly speaking as a bisexual woman it's both yeah i was gonna say that just (laughs) sounds like just that's just inspiration also i think yeah so we flash back to Mikas's past six years ago. Her and her parents are making food and crafts, the latter of which is an embroidery pattern that's been passed down for generations um, that Mikasa will pass on someday herself. Um, looks like they were expecting a house call from Dr. Grisha Yeager. Grisha wonders why no one's answering the door, however. Um, Aaron's with him, likely an attempt to make friends since he's a rude-ass little fuck. It's also for Mikasa's sake, because wherever they are, there are not many families. They're in like the outskirts. Like they're kind of like almost ostracized, but not really. Grisha opens up the door and founds, finds Mikas's parents murdered. Yay. Uh, we cut to Mikas's captors who seem to have gotten an order to kidnap her mom in order to traffic her. Uh, her mom is the only woman of Asian descent within the walls. Like the only one. And uh, there's some sick fucks within the walls that like knew about this and wanted to get her um but the thing was totally botched and so she died uh she fucking really tried yeah. and she was yelling at mikasa too she was like do run and go somewhere please but she's a fucking she's like a fucking little girl dude like i don't know what do you what do you expect her to do stab a bunch of people in the through the heart through the back i don't think so that is exactly what she does in five minutes. <laughs> Spoilers, dude. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But it, it this whole thing, like, just belies more of the, like, the very, very fucked up nature of the interior and the people in power and that, you know, the world is still going to be the world no matter how small you make it mm-hmm. kind of a thing, right? Where it's like, there's still going to be, like, shitty motherfuckers like this. Aaron ends up showing up at the captor's place and claiming to be lost. He he's like, ooh, woo, I'm lost. Please help me. And like one of the captors is like, all right, I'm going to turn this kid loose and then we're going to move on. They start to talk to him and he stabs one of them in the neck Dude. and kills the other one with a sharpened broomstick. Yeah, this whole scene was pretty brutal. Yeah. Yes, this ma'am, it episode, is. <laughs> really? Aaron is so obsessed with freedom that when he saw someone else's being taken away, he wanted to take theirs. Um, this is the extension of the behavior that made him defend Armin back in the day, right? God, he is a Republican, isn't he? <laughs> Blomp. Blomp. Yeah. Guns, God, yeah. and country. <laughs> like, <ugh. laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Raise hail and praise Dale. <laughs> nah, he, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. Des- he doesn't deserve Dale Earnhardt. All right. Whoa. So, I mean, like so much of this show is about nationalism, though. So it will oh, be yeah. an interesting conversation 
as things progress. I'm nodding my head very hard. <laughs> I mean, it's also interesting too. like, I don't know. So so the creator of the show, I always forget his name. He's been I'd like Hajime Isayama. Yeah, he's been accused of being like I and I don't know either way um, because I've heard back and forth of him being accused as holding like very nationalist views. But at the same time, this whole show is a deconstruction of nationalism. So it's like, I don't I don't know. Um, but it is interesting that you do see this kind of issue with Mikasa's um, mom and, you know, the, I don't know, the, the Asian woman, right, being sold into sex work, which was something that Japan did in Korea. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, there's, there are, and like, also, I, I don't know. It's just interesting because that is a historic issue. Um, so it's interesting to see it presented in this show mm-hmm. um and it's sad that it's kind of something that's just really touched on here and then these guys die and it's like that's kind of the conversation around it because it is a really harsh reality of war in like places like this um mm-hmm. yeah i don't super know super so, insular yeah exactly and so I, I don't know like i watch it and that's what i was thinking of the whole time is the way that a lot of um, Asian women are fetishized and mm-hmm. treated like that and kind mm-hmm. of the the target on their head and how it's really, really sad. And that's how she lost her mother. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just a just a very sad little instance there. So to to your and I'm not going to go fully, fully into this, but the there is claims that the author is like super right wing, like nationalist mm-hmm. Japanese is the best thing in the whole world guy. Um, the article, the main articles that claim that stuff are some of the most, they're literally sourced from a 2chan claim about yeah. a private Twitter. That's what so, I thought. I was like, I don't think that there's much like weight behind the actual mm, claims. No. And like, it does no. seem strange because like I said, this show, like I remember there was like a lot of t- like when that whole discussion started it was like I don't even know what season it was I haven't seen past like season one so I don't know and like I'm not going to get into mm-hmm. all of it because we're literally talking no, we'll, about we'll, episode yeah, we'll six. literally get into it yeah but like I know <laughs> yeah. that when those conversations started it was like at a point when like certain things had been revealed and they're like oh this show is actually nationalist and then like literally right after it was like no like it's just talking about the topic not condoning it it's a deconstruction of that so like Anyway, we can continue talking, but just, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. No, just keep, keep that in mind that like, you know, obviously there is the, the, like the perils of alluding to real things that happened, right? Like you're going to come with the baggage Mm -hmm. of that, no matter whether you intend to or not. But at the same time, as we've also talked about, like, I don't know, I don't think that you should like not make art about X, Y, Z thing, right? Like, absolutely. and this is. And by the end of this, I don't think anybody will be able to say that, like, hey, they're saying nationalism's really good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have all of the manga right next to me. <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't even finished that. Like I said, I have but in like, but literally from pieces I've gathered and conversations I've had and things that I've had spoiled for me. I'm like, there's no fucking way you can tell I mean, me that the end result, <laughs> yeah. even from now, even from this point, you can't tell me, like anybody is saying that like these people are doing the right thing and this is a winning <laughs> battle and off you yeah, just pull yourself up I, by your bootstraps i literally already feel like okay they're saying something bad about war and nationalism i am yeah. seven episodes in 
Anytime <laughs> you have any show where two people are playing chess, you just know that they're <laughs> going to be saying something about the military. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's so fucking I, funny. I, but yeah, anyway, all I wanted to say there is just like it made me think of that very real issue and, and yeah. how Asian women are treated. And yeah. It's just a really sad backstory for Mikasa. Yeah, for I love girl. her a lot, and it, this this part hurts my heart. Yeah, for sure. Um, so a third captor shows up, and it's about like I I love how it's written where like. Aaron like gets rid of the two of them and he's like, oh, Mikasa, are you okay? And she's like, where's the third one? And he's like, fuck. Yeah. And that's like, that's like really pit of your stomach, like fear of just like, I didn't, oh my God, I didn't know there was a third one. Before, like while he's getting like choked out, he tells Mikasa, fight, fight. If we lose, we die. If we win, we live. If we don't fight, we can't live. Mikasa picks up the knife and like something like, she goes fucking super yeah. saying here. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she remembers all the times she's seen it in her life but ignored it. Animals killing each other, humans killing animals, humans killing humans. The world is is cruel sometimes. And the captors are gone because she fucking stabs them through the heart, through the she back. She kills the shit out of that guy. Yeah. No, I like so Grisha shows up and finds Mikasa and Aaron is basically like good job yeah. hey what <laughs> he's like I, I i guess mikasa you come live with us because we f like ho holy shit everybody i gotta get i'm just a doctor dude and she's just like oh, no i can walk home don't worry about it she's totally in shock aaron gives her um his scarf the scarf that she wears for the series now um sowing the seeds of their connection and like you know him showing him as like a source of protection and comfort like you said jess like a feral kitten that was brought in by this little fuck the world is cruel but she has him so yeah 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 episode seven small blade in the intro recap a good detail is dropped that zero civilian casualties happened during this breach which is like hey that's pretty that's good right yeah 15 15 000 died the last time <laughs> that's a pretty good that's just math that's better <laughs> that's that, that is a that is severely a lower number you guys i don't know nice like work. i don't know if y'all went to school but yeah <laughs> yeah good job military that felt that felt gross <laughs> maybe <laughs> the military's good uh, we need to increase the defense budget <laughs> uh. space force um so Inverse All Might is trying to cowardly retreat to the inner walls because he's like, everything is fucked. Basically, only Mikasa is left out there to kill the Titans. She notes that everyone is hunkered in buildings. This is because everyone's out of gas. She says, yep, what a concept. I could use a little fuel myself. My fucking God. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm so sorry. I'm going to smash your mouth. <laughs> Uh, anyone want to be the third host of this podcast anyone want to be the second and first anybody just want this show <laughs> five dollars yeah <laughs> so in the supply depot the troops are, are cowering justifiably one dude takes himself out before a titan can that was i mean there's a lot of crazy shit in these first episodes but that guy just being like all right, I loaded this gun, and the the girl next to him is like, "What are you gonna do with that?" Oh, yeah, no. yeah. yikes! 
Um, fucking haunting. Yeah, dude. The Titans have swarmed the area since after the evacuation. That's the place with the most people. And Titans are basically zombies that are attracted to being where humans are. So Sasha's doing her best to uplift everyone, but uh, maybe read the room, Sasha. I love you very much, my my very good potato girl, but please, please just don't talk for a second. <laughs> Annie asks Reiner and Bertholdt what to do. Reiner answers that if they do something, it'll be all at once. Mikasa meets up with Armin, and he's basically regretting being the only one that lived. He's got like super instant survivor's guilt, which, you know, can't really blame yeah. him. How Armin is through, like, honestly, all of these episodes is really, like, I don't want to say correct, but, like, mm -hmm. it is spot on. You yeah, know? yeah, crisis, crisis situation yeah. stuff. Like, think of Armin as the protagonist of this, of this series. Don't worry, he... I have for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, like, Armin, I do feel, is... I don't know, keeps the show grounded. Like, he, he feels mm -hmm. like the heart of the show. He's somebody where, like, you can look at him and you're like okay, that's kind of like someone I can more relate to compared yeah. mm -hmm. to all of the more tropey type characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like him and like Jean also yeah. that are like, just kind of like Jean in these episodes, they have, are fu he's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Jean's I, I love Jean because like I said earlier, he will always do the right thing, but he's going to be a little bit of a dick about it first. Yeah. And he like, and like needs other people to be like, no man, you're doing the right thing. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. yeah that's like spot on. Actually. It's fun. Yeah, no, it's it's like like Armin and Jean are are fucking some of my favorite characters in this show. Um, but yeah, no. So our, like I said, Armin has this like instant survivor's guilt, justifiably. Um, and he said last time um, that he didn't want to be anyone's burden. But in his eyes, he absolutely immediately fucked that up when it's like, no, nah, man, it was a big Santa that came and ate your friend. Like, it's OK. That was not on you. But um Mikasa gets the situation from Armin, but instead of crumbling apart, it looks like she's totally in shock. She's basically telling everyone that they suck shit and she leaves. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's like, I'm going to live because I'm fucking hotter and cooler than every single one of you guys. Correct. Fucking Mikasa out leaves immediately, which is very, very good. Um, but like Armin is like. There is no way that she has the supplies to like actually do anything. She's like, she's, she's running on fumes in like so many different ways. Right. I do like that though, because I feel like so often, especially for women who have been through traumatic situations, like hyper competence is kind of like your default yeah. coping mechanism mm -hmm. where when something mm -hmm. really shitty happens, it's like, okay, I'll deal with it. You know, like, and like, I just like I deal with everything else. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and I've been there. I get it. That is it, also a coping mechanism for me. <laughs> it, it's also mm -hmm. kind of nice because I do feel like a lot of other things, whenever traumatic things happen to women, they just become useless in just like completely just shut down in Which a lot is of other so things. wild because yeah. so often it is the opposite. Exactly. In reality. Yeah. I feel like more often than not, whenever I know, like a woman who is going through shit um yeah they're generally the most like i don't know it's it's weird right because i feel like and this is just being stereotypical and being binary with it which is whoa but sure, sure, sure. i feel like it's it tends to be a more masculine thing right where like 
when you lose control or you go through a traumatic thing, the emotions come forward. Mm -hmm. Whereas with mm -hmm. women, a lot of time when you go through something, you turn cold, like your emotions go inward. Sure. And like, mm -hmm. that's just kind of how I've always been. And that's like something that I've observed. And like I said, very binary way of looking at it, masculine, feminine thing. But like that, like, but it's so, it's so weird to me that in so much of media, it's always like, oh, the hysterical woman, the emotional woman, like, oh, she reached a breaking point. Now when it's like so often you do have more of that scenario yeah. where it's like they become like cold calculated a lot more within themselves a lot more i'm just gonna get this done i'm just gonna do this i just have to survive yeah yeah because there's more emotions than just i'm gonna break down and cry right like yeah. there's <laughs> there's there's I, a lot I, more I, that can I do happen really like how realistic this show is with a lot of the emotions that the characters are experiencing like that's something that Dude. is like really standing out to me just even in these first few episodes honestly i mean i also do like um you know speaking of women representation this i do like that sasha is like the comedic relief because yeah. so often women are not comedic re like reliefs in no. any fucking show. hilarious yeah and, yeah and she's also not like a pervert because that's another thing in anime is like you get so many characters that are just like Mineta where it's just like this mm -hmm. pervy little guy yeah. and it's like no like the comic relief of this is Potato Girl yeah I fucking love Sasha she's great um she she fucking whips and even like a character that we'll see in a little while who's more zany also a woman and also kind of like a comedic you know i don't know so it seems like and like i said i don't i don't know the whole show but like they do that with the women they have more interesting roles for them and like kudos to that shit because anime can be real tropey and yeah when you zoom out and look at the <laughs> sometimes yeah yeah when you zoom out and look at the entire breadth of like the medium it's like ugh, <laughs> you know yeah like don't get me wrong some of my favorite character like female characters are in anime like full metal alchemist yeah. chef's kiss but yeah there's a lot for for every good one. There's a lot, but Attack on Titan, good. Or you need to put like an asterisk on it where you're like, I love Momo Yaoyorozu, but like <laughs> you would never like get a poster of her because she's fucking naked yeah. <laughs> like all the time, you know. Um, Mikasa is like in crisis mode and is like, I'm gonna fucking leave, and she's leading the charge and she's spending gas like me after quitting being vegan. <laughs> um, she ends, you ever had a cheese pizza for the first time in four years? Oh, buddy. <laughs> I know. I know exactly when you wrote these notes now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was exactly Ben. Yep. Um, so she, she runs out of gas and like totally eats shit like me when I was vegan. Um, <laughs> And oh like, all, <laughs> and all of her, like everybody else is like trying to press on. Um, but like Jean is left in charge. Um, and again, like I said, Jean will always do the right thing, but he's going to be a little pissed baby about it first. Um, Mika land or Mika Mikasa landed safely, but with like some doofy Titans uh, around. So this is not going to go super well for her. Um, she notes like, oh, shit, I fucking lost another family. Like, God damn it. I lost my my biological family. I lost Aaron's mom. Um, Aaron's dad is weirdly gone now. And now Aaron is gone. Um, and so while the world is cruel, I was she says that she was thankful um, for her life, which is like really touching that she's able to find like because yeah. she, she has to find the beauty in the shit that she's been through because she has had joy in her life. Um, against all fucking odds <laughs> she's had she's had she's found the diamond in the rough if you want to call Aaron and his family a, a diamond but 
Um, I, do I don't. Not, I do not. No, <laughs> not, not at all, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. So as the Titan reaches for her, she tries to fight back with the like very small blade that she has left. And it knocks her around a bit. And she remembers Aaron's words to fight. And she says that she's going to win no matter what. Oh, wait. What? The other Titan that was here just fucking clocked the first one. And this one's on some Evangelion shit and is making like fucking jelly out of the one that attacked Mikasa. Like, this fucking Titan hate the other guy very hard. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that punch was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that punch was so fucking cool, dude. There's some really good punches yeah, in this dude. show. <laughs> anyway, Cam um, has our- logged on. <laughs> <laughs> Armin sees Mikasa and swoops in to save her with the last of his gas and then they meet with Connie as they watch this weird new titan square up and punch the head clean the fuck off of another one like the other ones are made out of fucking packing yeah. peanuts it's like this is just so like cathartic effective knock like rock'em sock'em robot over here yeah yeah it, like made out of <laughs> made out of like Lucky Charms this, marshmallows. This, just like this <laughs> motherfucker punched him like he was in a Robert Rodriguez movie. <laughs> Good. Anyway, there's my movie reference of the day. Cam has seen a movie. <laughs> the the new abnormal Titan busted his hand, but he, it heals almost instantly with some fucking rainbow magic power, Sailor Moon ass shit. I love a magical girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love a magical girl moment. <laughs> <laughs> he shows no interest to the troops at all, so maybe he's an uh, an abnormal. But like, it doesn't matter at all because the guy's got to go get gas. Um, everyone gives Mikasa the last of their gas and their blades. Armin says, "Hey, leave me with the this little one so I can take myself out if if I have to." But Mikasa is like, "You dumb bitch!" And like, <laughs> takes it from him and throws it on the ground. And she's like, I'm going to save you no matter what. Episode eight, I can hear his heartbeat. Hell yeah, I love uh, Childish Gambino. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god, I'm sorry. Um, so Armin is like, okay, so what if we use this berserker to clear out the other titans so we can refuel and, and try to kick ass again? Um, this is the first of many super risky but so genius it might work plans from Armin. Um, Armin is like the tactician little, little boy. He's like, that's his CO power. Yeah. I'm happy that other people I'm happy that other people realized that there's yeah. like, hey, this is actually fucking brilliant. I'm like, that, that's actually <laughs> yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, well, because it it's like this in, in my hero, too, where it's like the characters don't ignore the strengths of the other characters, yeah. <laughs> like in a in a weird way that like a lesser show, you would be like. No, why don't why aren't they listening to Armin? He's literally he has the biggest head. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. Jean and company had to watch as their fellow cadets got too caught up in rescuing like one single person that they all died. And John can't think of why he's the one that's fit to lead um, if anyone is at all. But still, he's here and the Titans are all occupied. So it's time to at least honor the sacrifice, the unwilling sacrifice and get the fuck out of there. Connie and Mikasa are taking out Titans in order to make the Berserker notice the HQ. And as Jean and the rest escape, uh, good, good boy Marco comments that Jean led them to safety and thanks him. Boyfriends. Boyfriends. (laughs) They burst into HQ, uh, which is like a really cool shot of them just like fucking coming through the window. Thank God nobody was like just sitting there reading a book (laughs) and it's just like... (laughs) 
Jean coming in at fucking 9,000 miles per hour. <laughs> they find everybody that's been hiding there. Um, and Jean was just blaming himself for the deaths of all of his comrades. But really, it's the supply squad and, and like inverse All Might more than anyone that fucked up this chain of command. They had they like they had all the clues, Mr. Police. They could have like helped them out. They could have helped them out so much. But like, on the other hand, justifiably, they didn't they didn't want to get at. So they didn't they didn't leave. Uh, but before Jean could beat their asses, the Titans are hella swarming HQ now. And there's now that there's even more people. Right. Jean gives up just in time for the Berserkle to fucking crumple Dude, the Titans yeah. about to eat Jean. <laughs> Dude, it is so it's this weird mix of cathartic and gruesome and like kind of funny at the same it, time. Where like it's you like, mentioned it earlier, but it straight up has the same energy as all of the fights in Evangelion. Yeah. Like, yeah, they no, feel, it's, it's like, oh, God, I shouldn't be watching this. They feel like weirdly desperate in a way mm, that very feral. Yeah, it's it fucking owns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and that's the, that's the the part of Attack on Titan that I'm like if anything is going to get Cam like 1000% on board, it's the yeah, like I'll watch him beat the shit out of whatever, dude. Let's go. Like <laughs> give him that fucking car from street fighter dude let's go dude don't threaten me with a good time god damn it <laughs> um he's doing fucking mma shit and playing soccer with titan bodies dude, dude. He fucking whips ass he's kicking the little ones <laughs> yeah this motherfucker is clowning on that lobby right there like man this dude's like cranking sick 90s and shit hell yeah dude he is <laughs> So inside HQ, Reiner asks Connie, like, hey, uh, who's the who's the new guy? <laughs> this new th like, you know anything about this guy? Connie's like, I don't know how to read, dude, let alone have I seen the rest of this episode. <laughs> Connie is absolutely the dumbest person that's ever lived. But like him and Sasha trade one brain cell back and forth. And they are the best of friends. And that makes me so happy. <laughs> it's, it's real good. Um, but before the troops can refuel, they need to take out the smaller Titans that are in the supply room. And Armin makes another risky plan to use rifles to blind the Titans so that they can have the few cadets that actually can do shit to take them out. Um, most people do their job uh, pretty quickly. But Connie botches his and takes out like this weird kawaii titan This with his like uwu eyes. <laughs> it's fucking weird, dude. All of the titan's faces are so fucking weird, dude. They're so yeah. weird. I This one is particularly yeah. heinous, though. I do have to say. <laughs> There's, particularly there are, offensive. Yeah, there are so many ones that are modeled after real people. There is like a Freddie Mercury mm -hmm. one. There's like a Saul Goodman one later on, <laughs> too, which is so it's so it's so weird. And they're like. It's it's anime, so it can't really be Uncanny Valley because they don't look like actual people, but it's like they don't even look like the people in the yeah. world. So it's like, I don't know. And they have that like weird texture on their skin of like all these like weird like the like weird hot steam mm -hmm. veins and shit going on. It's like it's yeah. like weird <laughs> seeing the Titans get angry but they have uwu eyes yeah they're like yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like oh it's, it's that's... honestly it's like seeing me get mad <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is weirdly adorable if you didn't just rip that person out and just slurp their intestines 
Um, Andrew is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. He, he didn't get me my bob blast. <laughs> Um, Mikasa and Annie take a, take out the kawaii titan, and so uh, the gang can now refuel. Um, and while they do that, Marco says to Jean that, like, hey, man, like, you are a really good leader, and it's not because you're strong, it's because you know what being weak is like, which is kind of like Thanks. a backhanded <laughs> compliment, but for Marco, the best boy, it lands. Like, if Marco is like, oh, you're such a good leader because you're such a little shitty baby little boy. <laughs> and Jean is like, Thanks, babe. Um, <laughs> he's not wrong, though. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. That's why ultimately he's like, thanks, man. <laughs> he's super right. Like, yeah. Um, outside, they watch the berserker as it gets uh, like starting to get eaten by other titans. It looks like his stamina won't last forever. Before he's done, though, the titan that ate Thomas shows up. And this enrages the motherfucker. And he bursts out of the hold they have on him with no fucking arms and his ribs exposed, he bites him by the nape and takes him out um, Bro. while throwing the other titans at it. <laughs> he hit a motherfucker with another fucker. Bites into him like beef jerky. Yeah, yeah dude. actually. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no, he like Ooh. bit into him like it was a fucking Rice Krispie tree, <laughs> dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, and as the cadets look on, steam comes from the berserker's nape um, as he like collapses to the ground and out pops none other than motherfucking Aaron Yeager. Uh. <laughs> did you so did you know that he was a sh like a titan shifter at all cam i mean i saw the hair and i'm just like okay that's aaron okay good okay i, I was like really i was really dreading that you didn't like ex suspect it at all so i had i had no i had mm. no idea going into these episodes and i saw that i'm like oh, <laughs> all right i wasn't stoked on it because again fucking hate this kid but he did some good punches <laughs> no, those were some good fucking punches i gotta give him that <laughs> I just love that he's just throwing motherfuckers at other motherfuckers and he's like, dude, he's he's really like projecting his anger in a in a constructive way. Like Aaron went to therapy and then like was like, no, I should be a motherfucker to the monsters, actually. You can't say much mm. about him, but he does use his rage well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is true. <laughs> and like, no, no wonder he took out all those Titans like that. He's he fucking he fucking hate those boys. Um, Mikasa rushes to him and confirms that he's still alive as the other cadets like Annie, Reiner, and Bert Holt look on. Armin notes that his limbs are regenerated because his arm got fucking chomped by fucking Santa Claus, dude. Like, he got him other arm back. Um, and steam is coming off of him and stuff, and, and nobody has any idea what's going on. It's clear that Aaron actually did something good for once and saved the day so we can have an actually uplifting end to this arc and episode and i will say that like these episodes are like the more grim on a mass scale that then we'll get for a long time that's good because honestly if the rest of the show was like this i don't think i was yeah going to no like it's it. it's like it's still like the world that it's in but oh, sure. like right like the next i think three episodes are people talking <laughs> you know so great 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 good <laughs> my sexual awakening is happening next episode <laughs> yes yes absolutely absolutely i'm, I'm very hopefully happy cams too we'll see yeah uh, <laughs> god please <laughs> god please make me gay when will my short king come back from the war <laughs> <laughs> come back to the war right? yeah like, really 
And so the next episode of this podcast, we're actually going to be covering five episodes in in a quicker. You motherfucker. I'm I'm sorry, but it's so that we can keep on the four. I uh, listen. I I mathed this shit out, <laughs> and it's the only way to keep things regular is to have one up front. Yeah, you gotta gotta poop good. Yeah, we gotta we gotta poop good. And these episodes are fucking good. It's very like tactical ideas. Like mm. concepts that people having fucking I'm I'm <laughs> what I'm talking about is it's people talking, <laughs> sharing <Yeah>. ideas. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Nothing you're saying here is wrong. Look, I'm like. so fucking tired and I'm so happy that we finally recorded this episode. <laughs> the curse is broken. The curse is broken, yeah. dude. We tried to record it a couple months ago and then Connor happened. Can't wait to upload this and then Pinecast. This is like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow Myga has hacked our Pinecast and deleted it. <laughs> it, it hasn't been recording the whole time. Oh, no. So actually, uh, today, the day we're recording this is when the My Hero OVAs came out. Um let us know if you want us to cover those. I don't know when we will, but let us know if you. I would like us to cover those because okay. I want to watch them. I haven't you... seen them, so like they literally came out today. <laughs> I do, I do miss my children. Yes, my children, academia. <laughs> All my children, actually. Um, trauma kids, dude. I miss the trauma. The, these if are the anything, trauma it's kids. This show. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They'll be okay. <laughs> will they? Uh, anyway, some of them literally died, Jessica. Build's <laughs> 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 <Those> character. <laughs> Walk it off. Um, this has been an episode of the Big Three Attack on Titan. What did you think, listener of these listener of these episodes? <laughs> Fuck. Let us know by tweeting at us at the Big Three M H A on Twitter. Or you can also tweet at us at, at some good shows, but Umbrellaton might not know what you're talking about if you tweet that. Fucking come hang out in our Discord. Come hang out in it's our Discord. It's a fun time. I literally spent all day talking to people in there today, and it was so much fun, actually. So come hang out. It's a really good time in I there. I want to hang out in the Discord. We're you're yeah. in the Discord. <laughs> hang out, dude. Hang out in the Discord. Come hang do out it. with us, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's going to do it for this episode. Anime Good. Our music is by Julian V. You can find their work at, at JulesVZ. Our podcast art is by Cavity Crew. You can find their work at, at Cavity Crew. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Victory Position. You can find me on Twitter at. Not the Camdy man. Why was that in my head? <laughs> I thought you were going to say just Jess is All fine or like an older one. Was the Camdy man. And you can find me on Twitter at, at a wild Jess at you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and this has been another fantastic episode of the Big Three. Peace.